Today on Solomon's Temple Christian Ministry Podcast. It's a prophetic word in the house today. You can't wallow in your misery. I know it's been dry. I know it's been low. I know the ground is hard. Your arms are tired. Your shoulders are tired. I just want to give up on it. But God says, if you apply this word, 2 Kings, 2 Kings chapter 3, we're going to read quite a few verses for context for where the Lord is taking me today. 2 Kings chapter 3, I'm going to begin at verse number 1. I'm going to try to read through verse 20. Can somebody say 20 verses? If I get that far, I might get happy before I get to 20. If you have 2 Kings chapter 3, just have glory. Now Jehoram, the son of Ahab, began to reign over Israel in Samaria, the 18th year of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, and reigned 12 years. And he brought evil in the sight of the Lord, but not like his father and like his mother. For he put away the image of Baal that his father had made. Uh Nevertheless, he cleaved unto the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, Uh which made Israel to sin. He departed not therefrom. And Misha, king of Moab, was a sheep master and rendered unto the king of Israel a hundred thousand lambs, a hundred thousand rams with the wool. But it came to pass when Ahab was dead that the king of Moab rebelled against the king of Israel. And King Jehoram went out of Samaria the same time and numbered all Israel. And King Jehoram went out to Samaria the same time uh-huh. and numbered all Israel. He uh-huh. counted up his folk. Yeah. And he went and sent to Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, saying, The king of Moab has rebelled against me. Yeah. Will you go with me against Moab to battle? Well. And he said, I will go up. I am as thou art. My people as thy people, and my horses as thy horses. And he said, which way shall we go up? Uh And he answered, the way through the wilderness of Edom. So the king of Israel went, and the king of Judah, and the king of Edom, and they fetched a compass of seven days' journey, and there was no water for the host and for the cattle. Uh-huh. That followed them. Yeah. Somebody said there was no water. No water. And the king of Israel said, Alas, the Lord has called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of Moab. Well, well. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there not a prophet come of on. the Lord? Come on, come on. That we may inquire of the Lord by him. Yeah. Let me say that one more time. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there not here a prophet of the Lord? that we may inquire of the Lord by him. Uh And one of the kings of Israel's servants answered and said, Here is Elisha, the son of Shaphat, which poured water on the hands of Elisha. Uh And Jehoshaphat said, The word of the Lord 
is with him. Yeah, yeah. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Edom, and the king of Edom went down to him. And Elisha said unto the king of Israel, What have I to do with thee? Yeah. Get thee to the prophets of thy father and to the prophets of thy mother. Yeah. And the king of Israel said unto him, Nay, for the Lord has called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of Moab. Well, and Elisha well. said, As the Lord of hosts lives, yeah. before whom I stand surely, were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, yeah. I would not look to, in other words, if Jehoshaphat was not here. Come on, come on. I wouldn't be thinking about any of y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now bring me a minstrel. Bring me a musician. Bring me a mic. Bring me an Eric. Bring me... Y'all got me. <laughs> and it came to pass when the minstrel played that the hand of the Lord came when the praise entered the place. Come on, come on, Pastor. The hand of the Lord came upon him, and he said, Thus saith the Lord, make this valley yeah. full of ditches. Come on, come on. For thus saith the Lord, you shall not see wind, neither shall you see rain, yeah. yet the valley shall be filled with water. Come on. Come I got to say that one more time. Come on. For thus saith the Lord, you shall not see wind. In other words, you won't see the signs uh -huh, uh -huh. that the water is coming. You won't see wind. You won't see rain. Yeah. Yet the valley shall be filled with water that you may drink both you and your cattle and your beasts. Yeah. And this is but a light thing in the sight of the Lord. Come on, come on. He will deliver the Moabites also. In other words, bringing the rain is an easy thing. Well, well. But in addition to the rain, I will give the enemy to you. Come on, Pastor. I'm trying to give y'all some foundation. Uh -huh. And you shall smite every fenced city, every choice city, and shall fail every and knock every tree down and plug up all the wells of water and mar every good piece of land with stones. And it came to pass in the morning when the meat offering was offered that behold, there came water. By the way of Edom, and the country was filled with water. Uh -huh. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, to the hearing, and the doing of his word. I want to speak from the topic this morning. It's a new season, but you got to keep digging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take you back to verse 16. And he said, thus saith the Lord, make this valley full of ditches. Touch your neighbor, say, neighbor, in this new season, you got to dig a ditch. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, we got a God for lady being in the house today. We bless the Lord for every visitor, every friend in the house. I'm already hot. I've been singing praises and I got woke up. No, I'm going to have to work with me here because this is a prophetic announcement in the form of a message today. Three kings, not to mention all of their armies and their animals, found themselves in a desperate situation. They had gone seven days without any water in the wilderness. Now, this is 
a dilemma. Uh huh. Uh huh. Seven days with no water. Yeah. Because water is a necessity yes. for life. Yes, mm -hmm. Am I right about it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You've got to have water if you want to sustain mm -hmm. life. Yeah. Yeah. Without water, yes. you die. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Now, the king of Israel, because they are out of water, he begins to blame God. So in other words, the king of Israel was blaming God for the fact that he didn't pack water. Well, come on, come on, come on, come on. Y'all with me now? Uh -huh. All right, all right, all right. The Bible says uh, that they were without water. They didn't bring any water with them. That's what the Bible says. And the king got thirsty and blamed water because he didn't pack a bag. Well, so the king was a bad influence on his friends. That's right, that's right. Sometimes, the biggest problem we have in our life when trouble comes is the folks we run it with. Come on, come on, come on. Sometimes we have the wrong associations. And the Lord says we're operating in a season where you've got to begin to refine your network of association. You've got to eliminate all of the whiners. You've got to eliminate all of the complainers. In other words, you've got to sift out the doubters and the powers. Come on, come on, come on. Come Anybody on. got somebody like that in your life that no matter how much the on. sun is shining, it's all cheering and doom with their eyesight. So God says it's time to refine your relationships. You need to have a deliverance service yeah, right. to deliver yourself from the people that have no vision, uh -huh. that have no passion, yeah, yeah, who spend yeah. all of their time wallowing in self-pity. You need to get away from them. You need to just move away from them. The wrong associations will kill you. Yeah, yeah. The wrong associations will zap you of your joy. Yeah. The wrong associations will destroy your vision. They'll yeah, yeah. kill your passion. They'll kill your faith. Anybody know what I'm talking about? So in this particular case, if it had not been for King Jehoshaphat, who knew that the power of a word from the Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody say, I just need a word. I just need a word. If it had not been for Jehoshaphat who knew the power of a word from God, they would have all died in the wilderness. Somebody say, sometimes I just need a word. So he asked, is there not a prophet in the land that we can get a word from the Lord? So Jehoshaphat knew one word from the Lord would change Everything. Touch somebody one more time and say, I need a word. I need a word. We'll do a lot of touching today. A lot of touching today. I remember back in the in the late 70s, uh, on a black and white TV, there was a commercial. Uh, these cigarettes, they were camel. Camel cigarettes used to have commercials on the TV. And one line in the commercial would say, I'd walk a mile. For a cab. Mother remembers that. You know what I'm talking about. I'd walk a mile for a cab. And the Lord says, you've got to surround yourself with people that are willing to walk five miles, mm -hmm. 10 miles, 20 miles yeah, yeah. to get a word from the Lord. Ain't nobody clapping because nobody's going to walk. Nobody's going to press to get a word from 
the Lord. You've got to surround yourself with somebody that's willing to go the distance because they know that one word mm -hmm. from God will change your world. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I was in a service maybe 23 years ago and a, a prophet was in town and he was ministering and uh, there was a young couple who, who came into the service. Uh, they were they were co-pastors in, in ministry. They came into the service, but they had driven 24 hours to get a word from this man of God. The man of God spoke just a couple of sentences into their life. And they turned around and drove 24 hours back and took action all that word and walked out of their dilemma into the blessings and provisions of God because of one word come on, come on, come on. from the Lord. Come on, come on. Now I'm prophesying right now in this dispensation of time that there is somebody sitting in here that's going to take action on this word and it's going to change your circumstance. You're going to take action on this word and God says it's going to change your drought. It's going to shift you into an abundance and an overflow. It's going to shift you into a new season because of taking action on one word. This is your moment for your breakthrough. This is your time for your turnaround. The Lord says in verse 16, make this valley full of ditches. It's not exactly the word that you want to hear in a dried up situation. It's not what you want to hear when you're in the middle of a desert dying of thirst. You don't want to hear make this valley full of ditches. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. See, you don't know nothing about it if you ain't never dug a ditch. Come on, Pastor. Come on, come on. If you haven't dug a ditch, then you know it's, it's hard work. Yes, sir. And especially difficult when the ground is hard. The ground is dry. When you're in a drought situation and you want, I'm trying to reach somebody that's dealing with a drought and somebody wants you to go to work. Come on, come on, come on, come on. So it's hard enough when it's dry. It's hard enough, but you gotta dig. Here they are in a wilderness, a dry desert, a valley place, a, a low place. Yeah, yeah. And in this place, this low, dry, Desert place. The word of the Lord says, dig a ditch. Dig it, dig it. was hard, mm -hmm. slow, and difficult work. Mm -hmm. No doubt their hands were bleeding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Their backs were sore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Their arms were aching. Yeah. Shoulders yeah. aching. Top it all off, their thirst was becoming unbearable. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Digging a ditch. Talking to somebody right now who's been in that same place. Dry, low, dark place. Dry, low, trapped. It's difficult. It requires a whole lot of effort. You gotta press your way to give God a praise. You gotta push through the Give him some worship. You gotta force yourself to pray. You gotta force yourself to read the Bible. You gotta force yourself, make yourself get up and come to church. And it 
feels like you're dry, it feels like yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. empty and your mind on, is saying that on, this, is, this is ridiculous and the devil is trying to tell you that it's just not worth it. You just ought to quit. The devil is telling you that it's over, it's dread, it's never going to happen. And yeah, those yeah. dreams and visions, those prophecies are never going to come to pass. You're yeah, never yeah. going to yeah. launch your ministry. You're never going to write that book. You're yeah, never going yeah. to see those children saved. You're never going to start that business. You're never going to get out of Death. You're never yeah, going yeah. to go to all nations. You'll never visit other countries. And on, when you look at your present situation, yeah, yeah. when you look at the present circumstances, uh, yeah. and what you're feeling in that situation is that the temptation that I have yeah. is to agree with that lying yeah. demon. The temptation that I have is to believe what the devil is trying to put in my yeah. mind. The yeah. temptation is to quit. The temptation is to give up with somebody. Yeah needs to make up in your mind today yeah, yeah. that you're going to hold on to the promise. Uh, I want to submit to you that everything that God has already said about you yeah. is still true. Yeah. Everything that has been prophesied into your life already yeah. is yet going to come to pass. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. it's hard work. I, I know it's difficult. I know you're pressing. I know you're trying. I know it doesn't make sense. I know sometimes you, you don't feel like it, but you've got to keep Dig it. Yeah, yeah, somebody yeah, said, keep digging. Come on, come on. You might be in the greatest drought yeah, season yeah. of your life. Everything around you seems to be drying up, but you got to keep digging. Because the only way to get through it is yeah. to keep on moving. The only way to get to the next level is to keep on digging, yeah. keep on praying, keep on praising, yeah. keep on sowing, keep on coming to church. I'm trying to reach somebody. What do you do? When you're going through the fire, you keep on walking. What do you do when you're going through the Red Sea and Pharaoh's army is on your back? You keep on walking. What do you do when you find yourself in the valley of the shadow of death? You keep on walking. Take somebody said, walking it out. I'm, I'm walking it out. I'm walking it out. What you don't realize is that in that low, dry place where you continue to dig and your hands are bleeding, your muscles are aching. You got dirt in your hair. You got dirt in your mouth. You got dirt under your fingernails. You're the one who determines what the Lord is about to do in your life. Because while you're digging, while you got dirt in your hair, uh -huh. While you got dirt under your nails, what yeah, you don't yeah. realize is you're building a landing strip come on, come on. for God's blessings to come into yeah. your life. Yeah. And you determine how deep and how wide his yeah. provisions yeah. will be. You determine how deep and how great his glory will uh -huh. be. You determine how heavy his anointing come will on. be, right? how come deep on. you come dig on. and how yeah. broad you yeah. dig. You're creating yeah. the capacity for a greater glory. You're creating uh -huh. the capacity for greater power. You're creating yeah. Yeah. the capacity for greater anointing. Yeah. Touch yeah. somebody and say, keep digging. Keep digging. A greater blessing. Uh -huh. Than you've ever had before. Well, yeah. It's coming into the ditch in that dry place. Come on now. I know the devil meant to kill you. Uh -huh, uh -huh. He meant it for evil. Yeah. 
Yeah. I know he meant it to drive you out of ministry. Yeah. I know he meant it to convince you that it was hopeless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know he meant it to make it hard for you. And on, he wanted on, it to on. be dry for you. And uh -huh. I know you felt like everybody was throwing dirt in your face. The haters yeah. were yeah. coming. But I came to tell you the Lord says it was just a setup. Yes, yes. Yeah. God is getting ready to flip the script uh -huh. and you're going to see the fruit of I'm trying to speak into somebody's life uh -huh. now. Uh -huh. You're getting ready to see the fruit of your digging. In other yeah. words, yeah. the fruit of your labor. Amen. Tell somebody yeah. to keep digging. God is not so unrighteous to forget your labor of love. God is not so unrighteous that to remind you to be weary not in well-doing. But in due season, you're going to reap if you keep digging. Tell somebody say it's a new season. Elijah said this. He said, I can hear the sound of an abundance of rain. In other words, Elijah got it in his spirit that rain was coming. I can hear the sound of an abundance of rain. I believe that somebody today is picking it up. Come on, in now. no spirit. Yeah. Somebody has just caught the sound uh -huh. of an abundance of rain yeah, yeah. in no spirit. Yeah. I came in here today to let you know, not just to preach, but to prophesy into your spirit. Come on, I'm anointed in this place and yeah, in this yeah, season yeah. to yeah. prophesy, but to speak prophetically into the house. Yeah, yeah. I'm anointed to tell somebody that the drought is over yeah, yeah. in your life. I came to tell you that it's a new Season. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. prophesying to somebody who's been in a spiritual drought in this place. Uh -huh, yeah. That drought is breaking today. Uh -huh, yeah. That drought is losing today. Tell me yeah. that my season is about to change. I know I'm not talking to everybody, but I ain't talking to somebody. Your drought is about to break. Yeah. And if you've never been in a spiritual drought, this word may not mean yeah, anything yeah, to you. Yeah, but I'm trying to talk to somebody. Yeah. 
into the enemy's camp. You're going to take back everything he stole from you. There's a drought in this place, but there's a breakthrough in this place. There's a drought coming through now. If you can feel it, shout glory. Feel summer.
Thank you guys for listening to the Solomon's Temple Christian Ministry Podcast. The Bible says that the Lord led them to Moab. And they were able to go back to Moab. Not 
the trees kill everything in there. Take the spoils, plug the wells so that they couldn't prosper. Things of prosperity were over. The Lord says he stores up the riches for God's people. And so what I want you to understand today is the water is not the end of the river. The water is just the lubrication of the earth to take it all back.